Ladies and gentlemen, Valley Girls and Matchstick Men, Peggy Sue's and Wicker Men, welcome to Nick Cage University. At NCU, we pride ourselves on knowing all we can about national treasure Nicholas Kim Coppola, better known as Academy Award winner Nick Cage. Join Rodney, Jason, and Sean, better known as the Film School Janitors, as they embark on their next kick-ass journey of studying all, and I mean all, of his films. Get trapped in paradise, or be gone in 60 seconds. If you're wild at heart, it can happen to you. Experience fast times at Nick Cage University. More code over. Did you, you worry about what we're going to say? What we're not going to say. You no, I just want to make sure we're at the start. So. I've been burping into this Funko box for about an hour now, and whoever you ship this to is going to smell like Taco Bell and Trulies. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun, fun Christmas present yeah. to get. Uh, we're going to be talking. You're welcome. <laughs> we're back at uh, school, and we're doing uh, uh, Primal, the Cage movie Primal. Um, not a, none of these theatric, not a theatrical. It's weird you call it the cage movie primal because the word cage in this movie has a lot more meaning to it. They do actually have a scene where he's like, There's I got a nice cages cage in the movie. for There's you. All cages yes. in this There's movie. All, yep. I did take a screenshot of that because I'm like, oh, that's actually really funny because it's like about the closest we're going to get to having his name be a line in the movie. Other than, uh, what was the one between worlds where it was a book that was a, written by oh. Nicolas Cage and he's reading about having yes, a yes, yes, power yes, with yes, or whatever. Yes. All right. So Jay, what is the basic premise of primal? Um, your basic instincts, really. Oh, yo, you mean the story? Yes. Uh, it's he's a um, hunter of exotic animals. He goes to different worlds. Is he uh, reputable? I, I believe so. I don't think so. I, I think, think he's he like is. a black market animal hunter. But anyway, no, he sells them to zoos and he sells them to like zoos, but he to, doesn't get in the country paperwork. Oh well, that maybe yeah. Probably, yeah, he got he kind of does whatever he can to make more money because he's like one of those guys that what do you call a small group? Like, you know, he's he doesn't have a whole lot of overhead, so he doesn't want to waste his money that he's getting on his uh prized animals. I'm legit trying to get more people to listen to us. So you can, you, have okay. you subscribed? Okay, okay. So I'm legit. So, okay. so okay. But he, but so he he gets these uh he hunts these exotic animals, captures them, brings them back, uh ends up being caught on a ship that is uh So you miss uh, can, Okay, go ahead. I think you're missing a lot right now. <laughs> He's not finished, though. Maybe he gets to it. How uh, would you? Okay, I, know. I might as well let him go okay, since okay, he had to so, interrupt me since I just started. But go ahead. What's what do you got to say? Hear me out. Ready? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say one name. Sure. Jumanji. Craven the Hunter. I was thinking Jumanji mm-hmm. on Under Siege. The way you pronounce Jumanji sounds racist. So, <laughs> uh, he says Jumanji. So, Craven the Hunter. Is Nicolas Cage's character in this movie? I don't even know what that wrapped means. up. You're done. Spider-Man. I'm done. It's a Spider-Man we no villain. longer have to have a podcast. It's done. We're done. So okay. The start of this film is essentially uh, oh, Nick- Rodney talk. When I fucking do talk, you give me that look. I never told you to talk. For the record, <laughs> I know the less I talk, the more chances it gives you to talk. But Sean be Rodney talk. Get the phone, and he waves shit at me like an old man. So I know if I talk more. <laughs> He's using up all the oxygen right now. <laughs> I know if I talk more, I mean, you talk less, so I never want to do that to you. Listen, he catches this white leopard that he's not supposed to fucking catch. Right, the whole community, wherever they're the start of the film is. They're scared because he caught it, but they're okay with it killing their kids? I'm confused about that. It was like a, it's like, I think, a spiritual animal to them. But it's killing them. It's right. killing their people. 
So that's okay to them? I said water, it's very, motherfucker. It's very CGI. Listen. Well, we both have a totally different definition of water. And the words of Chris Tucker. Do you not understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I don't and think also, that's the exact line. No. I don't know. I want water, motherfucker. Man, ain't nobody understand the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I thought it was, do you not hear the words coming out of my mouth? I don't, I don't know, know, but I want fucking yeah, water, Jack, dude. Yeah, Jackie Chan says, do you not hear the words coming out of my mouth? And then that's when Chris Tucker says, man, ain't nobody understand the words coming out of your mouth. Still no water. Correct. Okay. So drink it up, bitch boy. Let's go. So yeah, the start of the film, we're, we're meant to- show you when I'm slurring my next one off. Through the we're meant to see I'm that- I'm calling Sean tomorrow to <laughs> delete everything. You can't not slur right now. <laughs> we're meant to tell like uh, that Nick Cage's character is not a nice, good person. He's, He's not a bad person. person. He's not like, a bad person. He's just out for himself. Very selfish. Yeah. This, this, so the, a regular leopard goes for, what, 25000 This one goes for a million because it's white. Yeah, oh, he's gonna put. Well, he's already. gonna put. Well, he's gonna. It's a rare. It's a rare jaguar <laughs> yes. leopard, and he's supposed to put it. It was supposed to go for a specific zoo. This white animal is killing Hispanic people. But no, it's supposed to be like a black market. Uh, oh, black market. We're just hitting all the. Colors he's gonna here. do uh, like a Whoa. auction. He's gonna do this auction with it, and that's where he thinks he's gonna get more he money. He, he says a billion dollars. It's supposed to be for like an actual zoo. He was going to get one, but then he found this rare one. And then that's mm. what the whole like local community is like spooked by him taking it. They won't drive with him. He's an they asshole. They won't help him. Then there's this parrot that was befriended uh, an this, Australian uh, this formerly. This or something. Yeah, and then it follows him along. He hates this bird. Oh, it befriended him for some reason. Well, the bird saves his ass because it goes, it's a stick up. It's a stick up. It raises its arms whenever it sees a gun. Which is weird though because Whenever it sees a gun. Yeah, but it was There's weird a scene too. Later is, in the movie uh, yeah. where it does he that. Had all, yeah. He had all those other birds that he put in cages too. That was taken back, and he kind of didn't put that one in the cage because it wouldn't leave him alone or something. Yeah, it was. And it, I think it was growing on him. It for sure was. It was like it's the, it's the old. I think I think I think I've brought this up before. They call it like save the cat moment in movies where your main character needs to do something nice. If they mm. if they're an asshole, they always have to do something like save a cat. To go, oh, wow, that's not nice. Save a dog, that's nice. But it's no, a, it's, I'm it's, all about saving it's a very pussy. simple. But it's a very simple. Oh, you didn't say that. You said cat. That. But it's a very simple. Like he gets so irritated. To we, we lower intelligence there. Because yeah, you're, he gets being irritated dumb, you're being dumb and crude without any cleverness to it. Uh, well, I don't know what else you expect. He is. Occasionally, you do. I don't, what, I don't know what else you expect. Cleverer, but then when, hey, you, when you're boy, digging, him or me. Both of you. No. But I, when you're like digging and digging and digging without no, trying don't. Uh, don't and cats, just taking the obvious word. Four no, drinks in and five shots, this is what you're getting. Hey, I try to be clever all the time, but it just no, doesn't you work don't. out. No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, the oh, only that, thing clever about you is... Go ahead. This whole time about movie basically Think takes about place. how far you got to walk home before you say anything. That's why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why I stopped. Hey, you're the winner. <laughs> How's so, that Taco Bell taste, by the way? I'm going to, I don't know, I'm five pounds lighter in the morning. Um, Nicholas Cage is going to be on this boat with a criminal, a former U.S. military guy that was, again, kind of used like a weapon by our government. He was the Hawkeye of the real world. So, yeah, basically. was he, he played a Marvel movie. He was yes, the Blob. The blob. No, he was yep. the Blob. Yep. Kevin Durand. Yeah, okay. I, like I didn't know if he was Juggernaut or the Blob, but he was the Blob. Yes. Okay, okay, I like that guy. He's yeah, because I like him too. Great, I, I, I like him. He's things. creepy. Like that. he's a oh, good bad he's, guy. Yes. he out Nicholas like, Cage. Nicholas Cage in a couple of scenes in this movie with overacting. He did. Yes, he did. And uh, well, he was also in that uh, that TV or that series Strain. I think it was. Oh, with the vampires? The yeah, Gil- yeah. Gil- yeah Gil- he, was the, he was the I animal control that. guy. I, I started watching it. I got to finish it still. But um, he was good in that one too. And he's not a bad guy in that one, okay. which was kind of weird to see him. But I've always 
Like I always thought he was a great. Well, we also had Femke Jansen in this, Jean Grey. Yeah, which we haven't. I haven't seen her in anything for a while. It looked like she had way too much Botox done. I thought I'm like, I go, oh, I'm happy to see her, and then it's like, oh man, like stop yeah, doing that I, stuff, ladies. So well, is she? Uh, so she's playing a Hispanic woman. Is she Hispanic in real life? I don't think no, she was playing a Hispanic no, woman. She, so. was. she was. She was just, U.S. US military. Air Force, yeah. She was the one that was. I doesn't mean she can't be Hispanic. If she's well, why would she need to be anything? Yeah, I swear she was. No, they. She was U.S. They did a couple Force, references to it, or something. and I said, "Oh, I didn't know she was Hispanic." Medical so he, or something. So he's basically on a, a boat to get to uh, the main, or to get to like Puerto Rico or somewhere first. I forget where they're going. Yeah, for. they were taking it, some back way, basically channels. getting back to America. Some. Yeah, to try to uh, bypass the. Customs things like so you, right, and so you got all these military not, guys not, taking not this military fear. prisoner, and you've got uh, U.S. Like, marshals were tran- do a part of the transfer, and then she was Femke Jansen's character is like the doctor that's there to like monitor Doctor Ellen Taylor. I swear, yeah, because he has a weird no, condition a to where uh, something about <laughs> alt- like yeah, he's a weird condition to where you. altitude change really fucks with his head or something. Yeah, something to do like that. and things. So that's why you couldn't fly. Because they, yes. every question was like, why wouldn't you do it this way? And it was like, oh, because at least this they, happens. They answered the shit, which they is, did. which is, doesn't happen one, a lot. Right. And most of the times you don't get that, which really helps set up a lot of it. And it makes it kind of like, as far as I'm concerned, kind of makes it a nice, real uh-huh. looking movie. You uh-huh. know, like everything that happened in this one was pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, there was a few parts I had issues with later on, but, um, a lot of it for overall, though, that like, yeah, they they kind of got to you before you had the like, what the fuck? Yep, that, they, know, they, like, it's it's it, when you can be smart about when you're creating this kind of world with weird rules, and then you make. We always talk about that, Jay. Like, if you make the rules, you got to follow the rules. So if you're like explaining away, like, well, why wouldn't they have done this? And they already nipped that in the bud right off that's, the bat. That's when you. That's you're one like, of your okay, strikes, okay. correct? Is that yes, one of your strikes? Yes. You can play by these crazy rules. If you go off this crazy rule track to something you've already priorly set in the movie, yep. mm-hmm. that's one of your strikes, correct? Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. So oh, yeah. the uh, the general oh. idea is that Nick Cage is on this boat. He's friends with a lot of the workers because he's tra- taken this boat many times. Mm-hmm. He's got all his animals that he's taking care of that he's going to sell to zoos. That's what he just does for his living. Um, he's a former military guy. Somehow worked in a mm-hmm. zoo with Femke they Jansen. Won't say, he won't say what he did in the military, correct? It sounded like he Because I asked him a couple times, but he... Kind of moved away from it, so he won't let you believe like he might be. Been a, he might have been his big badass in the military. He might have been a cook too. I think no. I think he was a badass that did had to do things kind of like that other guy did, where okay. he didn't like what he was doing, so he quit that. No, because other suit. guy, yeah, he wasn't kind of knew what he was. That's what there, there's a little back and forth. In the he movie, wasn't right? isn't as deep as the the main bad guy. I guess yeah, because the main him. bad guy embedded himself with some like terrorist or oh he went militia group and like yeah, betrayed yeah. all them and. He went way off, like, the reservation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, deep, deep black ops kind of stuff, right? For sure. Like, almost almost double agents shit for a minute there is what they were afraid of, I think, was what it was. Right. Because he got, he got in real deep with the one group that he was supposed to get embedded into. And then once all that fell through, uh, he was basically going to kind of, like, run. Yeah. Or, well, I shouldn't, I don't know, run is the right word, but he was going to take off. He wasn't going to come back to, like, you know, get debriefed and whatnot. Right. And that's what they wanted him. That's why the one guy, uh, Michael Impel, what's his name? Uh, the guy that was on uh, the main Sopranos. Marshall? Oh, no, no, no. The, uh, he was AD on Detroit 187, too. AD? No. Um, he, uh, look him up. You had the list up on the thing. She yeah. had DA? No. What the fuck was he? Because he was the one that was betraying everybody, right? Because he wanted to... Or was there another guy? So, <clears throat> you had the... He was... I wanted to say he was like the def- 
DA or something. So they're he was scared. Like the attorney or something. So you've got Nick Cage. You've got all these you got him up. workers on the yet. boat. Workers on the boat that he's friends with. And then you got these military guys. Mm. The military guys are some of them are scared to death of this guy. They're yeah. like, why do we have so many of us watching this guy? They've got all these rules. He's chained up. He can't be fed certain things. He can't be allowed certain things. But she That's has a to friend, be all freed. Rip Michael and Paroli. Yeah, Imperial. He was the one that was kind of trying to protect him like well he was so that's what i was confused by he was the one that was killing some of the marshals he killed at least one of the marshals i know for sure i I forget if he did the other one but um he wanted to bring him back to be put on trial it was like it was like his career move oh is that what it was i thought he wanted to use him more like a weapon again Maybe, but I feel like it was he was using him for his personal career move okay. type deal. Like if I bring him back, oh, because he knew so much information, he could spill the guts like he on could bigger use things. On, yeah, he could take down like half of that group that they were going after, or like the entire group, or whatever the hell it was. That's the feeling I got. Because at first I was like, "Wait, was he helping him escape? Like, how the hell did he get in there to help him escape?" That everybody was like, "Yeah." Essentially, the whole movie felt like, "Hey, we've got access to this boat." Come up with a story, and this is the story they came up with, and it was a pretty solid story. Uh, being a and movie from 2019, like this is a direct something movie, yeah, and very believable, except for the drive up when the U.S. Marshals drove up and the brand new badass, like uh, Suburbans, you know, the blacked out Suburbans. And every movie ever, that's what the U.S. Marshals drive they, for the they, record. They always, yes, they always do. You so you, you know, Chevy backed this movie, but um, yeah, they pulled oh, yeah, up on the dock. Fast. Driving up in their their brand new fucking suburbans like like okay we're t- we're taking this boat <laughs> you know, we're commandeering the boat <laughs> you know like what the, the fuck like I feel like they would have been a little bit more like I don't know now what was the weapon I could be wrong so the darts like I always wonder this too like in movies when they got hunters with the the darts are the tips like with the Syringe. poison or are they syringes oh, with poison no the tips have poison because you you can see one of the, uh, one of the scenes he no. dips in an oh, no okay. no 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 oh, that's you're the talking about the, you're talking you're talking about Nick Cage's blow darts <laughs> yes he was he was rolling that in in the, po- the, the Whatever, poison that is on the dart poison the sur- the ones that they shoot from the guns it's a uh, when it fires and it hits well, like them, an injection it, it's, it's, an, oh, okay. it's an injector okay. like it, it's not on the tip because okay. that would be not the, just the tip. So we basically the tip. You we can't get, say tip without me saying that. We get a lot of uh, back and forth, basically, of everybody kind of, you know, th- the bad guys kind of like a Hans Gruber talking to Nick Cage occasionally, like, oh, how, you know, you were in this machine and you're getting out of it. And like you they were kind of connecting. Yeah. And then you got like him connecting with Femke Jansen, who she's like, <laughs> oh, you don't respect authority, you, you know, but my dad worked in zoos coincidentally and mm-hmm. you're selling the zoos. And I was like, OK, that's. A little bit of a stretch there. And then you have all the animals get loosened by, released by the bad guy. Mm. So you're not only running from the bad guy, you're running from these animals. And I love how he explains to me, go, well, how'd they get the animals get loose? He goes, because he fucking blah, blah. He said the guy's name, let him loose. Mm -hmm. Of course that's what happened. Yeah. (laughs) Talking about like the the monkeys, like don't attack the young ones. So, I mean, they had a couple cool, like again, that's where it was like Jumanji and Under Siege mixed together. But you have some people doing some stupid shit though. Like, Things that are out of your norm that you're like going, I, I don't know, like you're hauling exotic animals and you're hauling a prisoner. And there's two groups of people that are with you that are telling you what to do and what not to do when you come into the contact with either or. And you're just going to do whatever the fuck you want to because, hey, you know what? I'm not going to listen to anybody. See, this is a very uh, anti-authority movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what <laughs> Nick Cage's character ultimately is. He's 
He's not. He's a free. He's a. Hey. An, he's a wild animal, right? Hey, like, just because he's, really, he's a bad guy doesn't mean he's a bad guy. <laughs> but I mean, he's kind of the wild animal. He's the wild card. He's just yes. doing what he wants to do. He's trying to survive and make money. And ultimately, it comes down to being he's kind of tamed by the situation and shows that he's a good person because he worries about the kid. He worries about the kid's dad who's been poisoned by the snake. Well, just because he doesn't want the animals to die because that's his money and his livelihood. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not a compassion so much as a business. Yeah, it's money for him as far as that goes. So like when they were shooting the the birds, I mean, I, I was bummed when they shot the birds. But I mean, like that just shows you how heartless the one dude is. Versus how, like, he's like, oh, fuck, that's my money. I got to stop him. The other guy's like, yeah, this ain't shit to me. I've killed people for less reasons, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So, like, oh, all right. <clears throat> it's it's really just, it's a, it's a literal, like, cat and mouse movie. Totally. Yeah. Where, again, I think. <clears throat> and they like that. When he, grab, when he grab, goes in the back room and he grabs his arrows and his bow and he goes, where are you going? He goes, I'm going hunting. Yeah. Right? right? So. Oh, and, yeah. Well, that's what I've expected a hunter to do. I mean, the only difference is, is it's a. Two-legged predator as opposed to Well, they to put four. this unstoppable guy that everybody's scared of against the world's top hunter that can hunt down and capture a ghost. Yeah, because we and saw him. And kills people yeah, the, ghost, right, right? the ghost leopard or the, yeah, that, yeah. at the beginning yeah. was... I know. It jumped up and attacked him, and he ended up fighting it man-to-man. Man, man, mono animal, So they put guess, this person basically. against this person. It's like um death battle, MTV... Cage match. It's uh, Cage like... Cage match. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, I know, yeah, yeah. Cage, but you know the, what I mean. Yes. To me, again, this is one of these situations where the concept of it, whoever wrote it, if somebody wrote it, they, rip, they might have wrote a very good story or they ripped off a story. I don't know. Okay. I feel like either the I, producer had uh, access to a boat and they said, we're just going to make this story take place on a boat because it's one location, easy. Because they're like on a legit freighter. What's that like you from sets. saying easy access? What's that no, no, no. Saying I'm that? saying it's easy to like film in one location. It's cheaper when you got like these certain actors and situations. But then I thought, if you had like, if this was like a David Fincher film or a Martin Scorsese Wait, film, or it wasn't green screen, no. But I'm just saying, if you had like a somebody who knew how to handle like the minutia of the details and really that kind you of you can handle uh, my minutia, <laughs> um, like Apocalypse Now type of level of you know war and what it does to people and what man versus beast and like all the themes and things could have been like a really like. Oscar worthy thing, <laughs> but this is just a good, fun, schlocky, pretty straightforward, recommendable. Well, it's a very, yeah, it's a very simple, <laughs> straight line story in a sense. Like, there is no real uh, tangents anywhere on it. It's straightforward. I mean, yeah, yeah you could tell it's on, on a, all done on like probably over the weekend or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I didn't, this one is one I didn't see how long it took to film. I, I would imagine it wasn't long. And I mean, you got a couple big actors, and I feel like though, like, this is my own, I don't know if I should. I don't know. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I liked all the actors that were in it. It but wasn't I feel Nick like Cage enough in this movie. He had a couple moments with the bird. But you're right. I think the other guy kind of ran with yes. it. It was more. Well, t- they should have switched roles. Nick Cage should have been that guy, and that mm-hmm. guy should have been Nick Cage's character. Yeah, I mean, that could have been interesting. That yeah, because he could have hammed it up. Yeah, for well, sure. Because he, because uh, the Ke- uh, Kevin Duran, like yeah. I said, in The Strain. Uh, he's kind of almost like that character. I mean, he's animal control in that one, right? I mean, mm-hmm. similar, not the same. I get it, but like you, you get not too far fetched from a hunter of sorts, right? Yeah. I mean, because basically that's what you're doing. So if they, yeah, if I he wonder, did it would have been interesting. I wonder how that would have because now you're getting onto the idea of how this movie gets made. Is they go, oh, I got Nick Cage attached. He's the lead character. Okay, the lead character is the hero. But if there was ever a conversation of going, okay, well, well, yeah, that that would have been interesting. That actually could have been interesting too. I mean, I don't mind 
Oh, I like the way they played out the way because it was. Because, yeah, him and Femke Jansen kind of have their little moments and stuff. But, yeah, Nick Cage hamming it up as that villain could have been pretty interesting. Yeah, be different. But I, I just feel like overall, though, I feel like you got, like, the character that Kevin Durant's playing versus a hunter. I, like, say I, Kevin like, Durant, I think Kevin Durant, the basketball player, <laughs> just for the record. Oh, With a, yeah, it's a, the D. I just don't feel like it would be technically a fair fight, though. I want to see. Hunter. I mean, I don't. I don't think the hunter would have a chance against him. I don't. I don't th- I, well, he. But they tried. That's why they tried to say. I think they said he had military <laughs> background to kind of make to kind of even it out. So it was ninety-seven minutes. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty tight, tight film. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, even. Yeah, even the plot's three paragraphs. There's not much to it. We're not hmm. talking much about it because there isn't much. It's, There's not a whole lot. No. Get on a boat. Bad guy gets free. Hmm. Hunter, everybody's fighting the hunt, the bad guy, mm-hmm. and animals, and then you know heroes win. Very few win, and I feel like that's a very small detail of marshals to bring in this person who is supposedly so bad, right? Like, I mean, it just—I mean, they got a yeah. He got out of it pretty early with being in the cage, pretending to have the uh, seizure, oh, seizure, and then he like bites the guy. Like, it was just way too easy in a way. But again, how are you going to mm-hmm. start the story? It's about people misunder like mis uh or not uh respecting nature, right? People that don't respect nature, which is Nick Cage's character, he really didn't have any comeuppance for taking this white leopard. Well the guy than- that was running all this to protect him, the head sergeant or whatever this guy was, wasn't believing anything anybody was doing and I don't know. He wasn't believable. Well, as a he leader. wasn't he definitely was not taking uh, his What was his name? Um oh, you okay. got uh La Monica Garant. Garrett? John Ringer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the head military guy. He wasn't like a. Yeah. I don't know. He. I think it's a, it, it, again I under f- better hands, a better. I don't know. Let's, let's see Why do we say that about most of the Cage movies? Well, because because yeah. he does everything. They're, they're, they're this close from being great movies, right? Yeah, because again, yeah. If you deal the man versus nature, respecting nature, you know, like there's a like a lot of themes there. There's again, this could be ripping off something that we don't even know. There could be some like. Classic 1950s oh, yeah. well, film that's basically the same idea, and I don't know, but well, it is just a it is just a hunter hunting a predator type thing, and that's what it comes down to. Like, yeah, he, whether or not he was respecting nature, we know he didn't at first because he, yeah, you know, but he's smoking and like I'm like I don't think hunters smoke because that would draw animals or bring. You he know, was up in the tree him. though too, so he's, I guess maybe it could be, but still, it, and he's an asshole to he's the world. Ca- cocky hunter, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of like doing whatever and then you saw like i feel like he half-assed put his blind up there because um when the cat hit it it's like the whole i mean of course it's not used to having like an 800 pound cat um, he, didn't know what he, was, he didn't know what he was hunting either he had the little well, he was hunting he, he knew thought he was, he was hunting something else i guess yeah. so you know that's that's the other part of it too right i think so. the whole thing is ultimately meant to show you know him with the his relationship with that bird didn't like the bird at the beginning now his buddies the whole Einstein. movie was about relationship with the bird yes yeah, well, about, that's showing him. Commu- right, we'll go with that. Him about, connecting with nature, right? It's he about, didn't respect it's about nature. a boy and a bird. <laughs> a boy and a bird. Yeah. It's about a boy and his bird. He didn't respect nature, and then nature got thrust upon him in the highest form of this military guy, and then now he respects nature and found love potentially with Femke Jansen and his buddy Einstein the bird. So, so and, would you say it was actually his battle against the character being that that um, Kevin Duran was the primal part here, or did? I think so. Nick Cage had to become primal to hunt him. No, I think that was the the purest animal of what he was going to fight after fighting yeah, this ghost. Like an leopard. apex predator exactly. of sorts almost. Yeah, because that's what he ends up besting him with doing little clever things like 
hitting with a bunch of those darts yep. and then he slowly used rubbing his them up and, experience to and letting the white leopard taste man eat man because he said that they're not man men eaters until they taste blood or whatever. But I mean, it's again not great. I still solid. don't know why the people in this town are sad. He's taking that leopard away. <laughs> Well, because it's because it's like a spiritual, you say it's a spiritual thing. thing, but it's killing people. I think, yeah. I th- well, I don't think they ever said that, really, did they? They said, yeah. People come up okay. missing people in there. I could, I think that's what it was. It was this? Well, it was the it had the legend of being of a of a man eater, mm-hmm, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, but they were so, sad he was taking it away. Well, I don't know if it was sad. Spooks. I think they it was spook. That's why they didn't want to. No, they didn't was, care. Um, he was taking it away. They just didn't want to go with him, well, right? The, well, the guy didn't want to because like the villagers were all like, like, oh no, this is we just went back to everything. the beginning of the movie for the record, right? Hmm. Well, yeah, because you, it's a you bad just contested omen. it, and and yeah, I think that's more or less what it was. It was like the 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 dark shroud over top of like him removing that from the the jungle. You know, yeah. like anytime you remove an apex predator from its location, Ecosystem. it's it's just maybe not it was a good eating sign. maybe it was eating a bunch of like uh, other animals that were going to eat people. <laughs> maybe they're fucked now, <laughs> right? Like he just killed that like, entire don't go village. Too, you can go 50 yards out, but don't go 60 yards. But if we go 50, 60 yards, he's going to eat you. But you know, I don't know who knows. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what white leopards eat again. Black leopards, solid oh. film, <laughs> only if they're hot, not great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not cat songs. motorboating motherfucker. You ever see a cat <laughs> scoop up water? <laughs> All right. Any last thoughts on this? Film? That was my last thought. Yep. You just would you recommend it to too. people? Yeah, it's dumb. Um, would you recommend this film? We're not creative enough. Would you recommend? I recommend every Nick Cage movie ever. Yeah, I do made. too. I actually, I do. It's entertaining. It, it's like if you're if you're in this type of movie, like a like an action kind of movie. That I recommend have... this movie way over Primal Fear. <laughs> the old uh, Ed. Norton and Richard Gere? No, it's uh, Primal Fears mm. with uh, Marky Mark. No, that's Fear. <laughs> oh, it's not Primal? Primal no. Fear was like a <laughs> law a, movie. Give me my fear, my Primal. Well, there's, there is a show called Prime Evil, too. So you got to be make sure. That oh, you, but then that's like a schlocky, like, yeah. I recommend this over Charles all of those. Movie. How about that? <laughs> that's fair. got to make sure it's Primal, not Primeval. Are we still saying uh, worst film is of his? Is he his shoulder right now? No, no, I'm looking at the list He's, of oh, the movies. Okay. Ooh, get a little worried. I'm looking. I tell you about my experiences this week. I don't know who you're talking. What to. What do you think still is the worst? The worst one's still probably next at this point. Hundred percent, right? still next. Well, and not, that's like one of the. One. That's like one of the biggest budget regular films that he did. Yeah, but he too, wasn't himself. He was too straight laced. He was too like. He was in the machine. He wasn't Nick Cage. So I ordered. I, I I sent that to you guys. There's a book coming out called The Age of Cage. It's about the 40 year history of like for, the last 40 years of movies told through his career. And I'm very excited about this this book. But they say, I heard the guy that wrote the book, he's an author. I mean, I'll figure out his name when we talk, because we're obviously going to keep talking about this stuff and I'll be reading the book. But um, he basically was saying, like, in 2011 is where all his financial troubles happened. Where, and Redbox became a big thing where he was just making tons of Redbox movies. And the podcast I was listening to is, uh, what are you doing? I don't know. Stop looking at TikTok yeah, while we're. T- it's phone. not TikTok. Anything doesn't. He? I don't want to keep hearing phone things play while we're talking. Mute that shit. You need to focus just, on what you're talking about. No, just engage. I'm engaged. Nobody's more engaged than me. You keep, no, you're doing like what I do when I watch TV, and I'm just like I'm watching a TV show. And I don't I know what you do when you watch my, TV. Then I screw around on my phone, and I'm barely paying attention. I'm always paying attention. No, because you, you repeat <laughs> this in the other one, which Jay called it out. You'll go. You'll bring up something <laughs> we talked Jay. about ten minutes hey. ago. Right. Well, hey, I mean, 
If you listen okay. the whole time, you won't have that problem. But anyway, though, the uh, book... Why do you have a little piano in front of you? The book is... Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a USB drive that has a movie on it that I want us to watch that's horrible. But I'm waiting oh. for the right oh, time. Oh, it's a way to torture. Oh, this again. is... Yeah, again. This is, this is a punishment, if you guys don't pay. This is oh. an awful film. What's the name of it? What's it it's called? It's called... Uh, Fateful Findings. Okay, never heard of it. Okay. Oh, it's like a Birdemic. Can you come by Tuesday and watch it with me so we can be tortured again? It's like a bird, worse than Birdemic, worse than The Room. Okay. It's awful, but it's it's awesome, okay. awful. I love the way you have it on a little piano. <laughs> right. Um, the, uh, and I've lost my train of thought on, oh, oh, this book. That was my point because he was attacking No, 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 no. That. So this book. <laughs> This book is going. I to, worked in 2011 when well. Redbox happened. So we need to pay attention to these as we watch these films. Redbox is no longer around, is it? Uh, no, I would imagine that it probably is, but not as big as it might. Yeah, have been. yeah, because Netflix kind of took over. But like in 2011, they just yeah. made tons. Of, yeah, he just made tons of movies. That would be before. That was before Netflix, right? Yeah, it was like right at the like, cusp of it. Like Netflix was doing the online. They're like mailing DVDs. People with Redbox was like ah. Fuck! When they saw Netflix come out, they're like, "Son of a bitch!" I mean, no, Netflix has been doing their thing for a long time, but Redbox took kind of over uh, video stores. Well, Blockbuster, Blockbuster, gone probably. Of them, probably. Yeah, Redbox probably killed Blockbuster more than anything. Nah, else. Netflix killed Blockbuster. It was a combo. I, I combos. I love those. Seventy thirty, man. Oh, oh do they make combos anymore? Yes, yeah. they do. All I used to buy a little pizza filled one. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Those. They got all the pizza kinds ones now. Was too. Who's your favorite one? Pizza was the I best think one, right? I don't know. That uh, they're all really good. Go ahead. They had some Unless they have some oh. new weird flavor. But, they do, but anyway, they, we're gonna, would you eat one that said tuna? I don't think no. you right. Okay. Right. Uh, that pickle, no, fishy. either. Peanut butter. I hate peanut pickles. Peanut butter's okay, because it's pretzel and peanut right. butter. Right, pretzel and peanut butter sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, 2011. That's in my mind how I think I said it. Okay, my, my moral of the story going forward is 2011 is where we need to kind of pay attention to what comes before that, what comes after that. Or, or very close to 2011. Is this before taxes? So 2011 <laughs> is when most of the awful... Yeah, it's exactly around the money trouble. Okay. So that's where we need to see where, like, the cluster of the awful films. Um, the guy on the podcast said before he was going to do an interview, and he watched, like, at that point, up to... Four, he had 40 movies. And he was, like, trying to watch them all before he met 40. him to do an interview. We we're at 120. What are we at right now? Five? I think it's around 120. We're at six right now? What are we no, at? We're, at, we're at this number, uh, number 11. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near forty. Dude, for we're, we're you know pace, we're getting there, pacing ourselves. So yeah, you know, and then we're at the age of if we all live to be ninety, 90. fucking two. Oh, which one do you remember think was that the worst? Nick Cage movie in twenty twenty two? Oh shit, I gotta watch them all I over again. I love that he was himself. You heard they're talking about doing a Kick Ass three. I'm okay with it. Is he, he died though? He's dead, but he's dead. Chloe Grace Moritz has said like she would come back under certain conditions and we'll see what happens. But um, so this was, than, that is better than kick ass. This too. was Jay's. This was Jay. Yeah, that's the only stipulation. <laughs> this is Jay's pick. So my next pick because we're gonna try to time it for Christmas. I'm not sure if it's gonna work out exactly. Jay and I want to talk about this. So we want to talk about. Man. I feel like we're double teaming right now. We got we got Spider Man next week and one Nick Cage movie. That's what you're getting out of Family us. Man. Okay, so Family Man. Okay, that's what you're getting out of and for Revelations. You got to. I already, I already watched Revelation. Tell him what you told me. How Mary's mad at you. Tell him I'm throwing you under the bus. This is me driving the bus. This is you under it. Mary's mad. At this is you under. We're doing too much, and Mary's mad at him. So we can but, only do two things next week. We're doing Family Man and Spider Man and Re Revelation. Can we stay with the mans and He Man? He -man. <laughs> it's all man. I want. It's a three man. Three. You man already watched Revelations, right? Wanna, so that's yes. good for you. I want to uh, watch So it's me. I've only watched two Revelations. Yeah, they're only like twenty minute episodes. So mans is next week. Tonight? I'm all geared up to do it. To That's do what? Fine. Don't worry about I watch two. We can talk about it. I've only done two. No, no we'll wait till you're okay. done. It's fine. I just remember Angry Hawkey Man. That's all I got for you. Yeah, yeah. we'll wait. We'll wait. So, so any last thoughts on Primal? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. 
I don't think so. No, I think that pretty much. It didn't feel it like up. a Nick Cage movie. He felt like a sub character in this movie. Yeah. I would agree. It's not a typical Nick Cage. Movie. Yeah, but it, it de- definitely felt like he was splitting uh, the screen. He's a bad guy, and the other guy's a good guy. I'm loving it this movie. Could be a lot better. Yes, yes. that would be a classic. That so. would be. Yeah, that's I, a closing I, thought. Which is funny because I do like him, like that Kevin Durant guy. Like I've, a lot of things I've seen him in, I like. I like him, and I mean, I like Nicolas Cage too, and a lot of shit he, he's done. But you like Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo's he, good nobody will ever take Frank Grillo's spot in your heart. Huh? I know. No, no. Top shop will be. But soon you know enough. what? Though and, uh, we're out of class. I would. Just rank. I would definitely watch them wrestle for it, though. Uh, what would they be wearing? Like uh, Yugozuna? Whatever. No, like want. the outfit from Zardoz. Oh. Have you ever seen Zardoz? Olive oil. No. Look up Sean Connery. They're wearing olive. I meant clothes. <laughs> Look up Sean Connery <laughs> and Zardoz. Z a r d o z. Right now. Yeah, go ahead. Right now. Before you hit the button. This is what they'll wear. Yeah, this is what they'll wear when they wrestle. Frank Grillo and Nick Cage. <laughs> you can Zar Zar Z A R D O Z D O Z and then just put Sean Connery. That's enough. Just probably put Zardoz is probably enough. Nineteen seventy four. And then look up images. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it looks like Vamprilla, like it's, something Vamprilla would wear. Yeah, or uh, sh- or Cher and I could tur- if I could turn back time. <laughs> hey, those boots are rocking. It's dude. basically Chewbacca's. It's no, like it's, it's Chewbacca's bolst, like the gun. If Skeletor ran in the room and said, He Man, we're going to Studio 54, dress up right away. I feel like that's what He Man Skeletor- would put this on before he ran out the no, building. I feel, I feel like He Man and Skeletor already wear that shit. That is pretty much that's exactly what, what I mean by that. Wear, yeah. Skeletor goes, Hey, buddy, we're going to Studio 54 tonight. Get your good shit on. <laughs> he Man's like, Don't worry, I got you. Yeah, I already got and it. And He Man walks out wearing this. As he exactly. Flips, as he flips yes. his hair out of his eyes. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> All right. Back, no, back, back, to no, back to work. Back to class. Back to no, class. we're going home. Class is done. Class is done. Class is done. Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it. And feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.